So how might the Donegal senior footballers approach the 2022 inter-county season? Yes, that's right, the 2022 inter-county season is only a matter of months away now. It starts at the end of January, the National Football League resumes, or I suppose commences, the 2022 National Football League commences at the start of 2022. And the Donegal senior footballers are an interesting one, aren't they? Because knocked out by Tyrone in the uh, Ulster semi-finals, beaten of course by a scoreline of 22 points to 114. A disappointing day for Donegal, considering their little mini run that they had over Tyrone over the past couple of years. And unfortunately for Donegal, Michael Murphy and Declan Bonner, it was another season of disappointment having been knocked out in the Ulster Championship for a second year running. And that's what the uh, topic of this podcast is today, and that is going to be the topic of discussion. We're going to be looking at Donegal ahead of the 2022 GA season. It was a pleasure to speak with Patrick Sharkey of the GA Zone Media Podcast. Long-term subscribers of the channel would have seen him on this podcast before, where we discuss all things Donegal Uh, in this uh, video and yeah we are going to be doing a number of previews now a number of season previews ahead of the upcoming GA inter-county season we're going to get fans on from Limerick, Tipperary, Clare, Dublin, Mead, Kildare, Tyrone, Derry, Down, Mayo, Galway I mean we're going to get fans on from as many counties as we can in preparation for the 2022 GA season and so we can keep the videos going and keep the content going through Christmas. So I do very much hope you appreciate the uh, content that comes on the channel and yeah, the Donegal season preview, the 2022 Donegal season preview on GA Fan TV. My name is Aaron, let's get straight into it. Before we get straight into the podcast, I just want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors, D Kirby GA Star. Declan Kirby GA Star Championship Journey. It's a series of GA team children's books written by primary school teacher and GA coach Michael Egan. You can check it out in the link in the description down below, of course, as well. Follow the trials and tribulations of Declan Kirby and his team at Smith Green Gaelic Football Club, recently formed a promising GA team. The book is now available in Easton's and all good bookshops, so check it out in the description down below. And let's get straight into it okay so i'm here now with patrick sharkey of ga zone media we're going to be previewing the donegal senior footballers and the donegal senior hurlers we're going to touch on the hurlers a little bit towards the end as well as some uh, general predictions just a general chit chat i suppose going into the 2022 uh, all ireland national football and hurling league and of course the, the all ireland um the all ireland championships i know the the uh, the, the inter-county season seems so far away with the fact that we're in early december and we're not too far away from christmas and whatnot but before we know it, the GA season will be back. And but I suppose first of all, Patrick, how's things with yourself? Anyway, great to be on, and I suppose great to I suppose once again be uh, previewing Donegal for another uh, I suppose hopefully entertaining GA championship season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some um, some more bold predictions, you know, and and the head. Like I, I like to choose one or two that maybe throw be, that will maybe throw be out there, you know. So. Um, f- first time we got the Cork v Kerry prediction, right? The other time we got the prediction of um Calvin and Tipperary getting right out there doing Division Four. So I will open for third time lucky. Then maybe maybe get some kind of wild prediction wrong, but usually some of the more general ones I don't really do too well in. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose it is good to give a bit of a mad prediction every now and again, and I suppose you've definitely been a a man for that, anyways. But uh, I'd say you're excited enough for the inter county action now to to return next well next month, I suppose end of end of January now, so not far away, like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you look at it, you know, preseason tournaments. Um, I understand, you know, they're not, you know, they're not the big deal, but um, 
where I come from, like like Bunkrana's under media club, but there's all local like junior clubs, and there tends to be and it's shown we're probably one of the lesser picked areas of Donegal. Like so when you see a lot, there'd be a lot more tends to be a lot more local lads in those games. Like so it's just good to see some of them getting the chance there and and all the rest. Like and you know, it's it's still a good platform and for getting into it, you know, and everything. And you know, it's probably it's you know, and two years ago they took the for level teams out of it due to just the change in the Sigurdsson Cup schedule. But luck, hopefully, be good to see some young talent for Donegal and could always be a chance to get some players maybe back from injury and everything and get the, the fitness levels back up and hopefully a successful league campaign. Yeah, and how have you found the club action as well? Like I know St. Eunan's there beaten by Waddy Grimes Glenn and the, the Ulster club pre- preliminary round, if I can say that word right. But how have you found the, the club action and, and all the games? Like I suppose plenty of entertainment there as well. Yeah, no, the club, the club action's been second to none. Um, yeah, you know, St. Eunice were really holding body grams in the rope, but then like one mistake at the end kind of just ended it there. Like, and they're probably sitting at home, home sick looking at, you know, um, Glenn being a good bit above Scottstown. I thought Scottstown would go on one Ulster. I just thought, you know, they've been there so many times. It was fine a time for them to get over there. But look, you know, f- fair play to Glenn. And, you know, Glenn Kilku, um, you know, if you, you ask me, that's probably going to be the All-Ireland final, that game. Not, not just an Ulster final. I know, like, with Cora Finn not there, and I, but Mount Bell, I, I, I would like to see what they can do there. You know, I say they'll probably come through Connacht easy enough. But what I would say is that, you know, um, they just looked, you know, a good bit better there. And I, I think the score, and they both done better in the score lines would even suggest, you know, which is mad to think, you know. So I just think, you know, that that is going to be... Um, a very good game like and everything so hopefully um get to and everything and yeah and you know there's been some some good games in the hurling um as well you know um so yeah but luck hopefully it um works out there and yeah yeah like uh like I'd, I'd probably second your thought there as well in terms of glenn going up against Waddy graham's glenn like it is such a it's such a huge game to be happening in a Ulster club semi-final. Like, and you'd have to, you'd probably have to feel like the, the momentum that whoever, whatever side won that game, like the momentum they'd have going into the Ulster club final and then the semi-finals, like you'd probably, you'd have to consider them probably the favourites. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's at their look, but obviously, you know, um, people have been, you know, making their look, a lot of people haven't been impressed by Austin Stacks and Kerry, you know, that, that, that's the best curious in there, but you know, there's been good things said about St. Finn Bars and Cork, you know, and all the rest. And obviously, Leinster, you know, um, Callum McCord Croaks last time they were in the Leinster Championship, they were obviously got knocked out by um, Molinacta, 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 you know, kind of one of the biggest sporting clubs in Ireland, participation wise. And then you had this little half parish in Longford, um, going out beating them in the final, like so. Surely, there's that better. F- fire in the camp and Colm McCrud's coax thinking they you know they should be going on to maybe if they won an All-Ireland they'd probably shut everyone up but that's probably that's the only thing they need to do like and if they don't do it it's probably it's still going to haunt them so but look that's that, that's another one there and um, yeah and obviously I'd, I'd say Mount Bell who probably are the strongest team in Connacht yeah and looking at Donegal then I suppose getting back to, to Donegal ahead of the the upcoming uh, National League in, in 2022 and looking at the the footballers I suppose first of all like how would you reflect on 
Donegal last year, obviously beaten by Tyrone in the in the Ulster semi-finals. Like how how do you reflect uh, upon that now? The fact that it's what four or five months on, four or five months later. Yeah, um, it just shows you know maybe maybe like um, it's just it's just slain hormones. Like we were even even when we're off, like we had the chance to you know c- convert that penalty and go four points off, you know. But then it just you know that kind of that double black card, you know, and everything. And like a lot of Donegal fans felt it was harsh, like, but they were too, they, I, I say probably, a, you know, it was harsh, but it was probably, I don't think there was a better decision that could have been made, but still, um, it was a tough enough kind of blow there. Um, obviously, kind of, with the league so close, you know, it, it was kind of hard to take that league serious, kind of, with it being just a provincial thing. And then it being so close to the thing there, it was never, we were never really going to take, that game against Dublin too serious, but um there are some players there like you know we've um the only thing is you know um Con- the emergence of Connor O'Donnell um he he's been he's been really really good and I would I think you know if you give him if you start to make games in the league he'll finally be ready to make the step up and become a starter in the team and especially you know with with Paddy McGrath the team you know there's there's big bits for someone in the team to follow. Yeah, like, and I suppose haven't seen Tyrone go on and win it as well from there. Like, I mean, as you said there, it really was a sliding doors moment because when you look back to last year and the year before, and really since 2018, like Donegal seemed to have Tyrone's number. They were the side that was beating Tyrone year in, year out. And then you get Michael Murphy, who was obviously injured coming into the game, and then he misses a penalty. He gets sent off. Tyrone go on to win the game comfortably with uh, the extra man in there. And then obviously beat Monaghan, beat Kerry, beat Mayo, the rest is history. So, like... Like how how did it feel when you see Tyrone go all the way and win it? Because um, you know, that in many ways I almost feel like that could have been used, like because you were the one who was beating Tyrone year in, year out, you know? Yeah, but um I I do think that there, but I don't know if we would have I don't know if we would have, you know, um when things got tough. No, it did help, you know, against Tyrone that later on in probably the deciding moments that you know David Clifford went off. But I just I I don't I don't know if we would have been maybe if if Kerry put that kind of challenge to us we would have responded the same way I say we probably would have beat Monaghan and and that there but look look I do think you know mm, yeah so, so, sometimes I do like you know but if we managed to have got past Kerry and got Mayo like like Mayo don't win all Ireland finals like you know if you put if you put Leitrim in the all Ireland final they'd probably beat Mayo so <laughs> you know um it just <laughs> gets them there like so it's just kind of. <laughs> Is there, but I do think you know it's um that the, yeah, yeah, I do think it's a missed opportunity, and you know, there's definitely you know, there's there's four teams in Ulster capable of beating Tyrone. It's us, Armagh, Monaghan, and Derry. Us four are all capable of beating Tyrone. So now maybe Armagh Derry and even even one of them to an extent might not be thinking all Ireland, they'd be lucky to get I say they're probably aiming to get an Ulster title, but still. They're still just thinking, you know, that's such a beatable, you know, a, t- a team that's beatable. Like, but um, yeah, Tyrone they've really um done themselves well. Like, you know, and I just think that's just what happens when you've a full panel of that there, and you know, it just shows the kind of modern way. Like, and the big difference to that Tyrone team to other teams is maybe they don't have the big stars of Canavan. You know, they're more of a team. You know, and maybe you know um that there. So like, you know, um, and then I yeah. Did it surprise you seeing them go all the way and win it? Because I don't think anyone really predicted Toronto. I think Toronto maybe were probably four favourites maybe going into 
going into those semi-finals and that's not to disrespect her on I think that was just a general point of view like and even even looking at the, the odds for the All-Ireland next year like Toronto are fourth favourites which it's kind of incredible really for an All-Ireland winner so could you like I suppose at that moment in time see them going on to win it at that time or was it a bit of a surprise? Um, I, I, I definitely have never been I definitely was not see I, I was I was what do you call it? I wasn't surprised with Kerry's exit because like they were always going to burn out. They, they took that league far too serious for anything. I, I really, you know, I have a lot of respect for what, you know, Kerry doing. They, they'll always be in the top five teams in the country, no doubt about it. But it's just the way it went there. And, you know, I, I don't know, like, but it almost felt like, you know, um, you know, there, there was, there was people making some, some kind of jokes, you know, you know, maybe, maybe the COVID, maybe Tyrone just want more press preparation or something. Maybe that was, the case or song like but um oh no as, as soon as they got to the final against Mayo like you know it's just it's 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 kind of it's it's hard to picture you know some of the players there but look you know fair fair play to them you know but the one thing that's maybe um criticism of Mickey Hart's free team runners and you know maybe they've they've never got back to the back to back all around so that's that's always the stage I think they want to be at but you know and obviously you know the back door has been a really good friend to Tyrone, so I'm sure they're they're licking their lips at that's back. So um, that they're like, but you know, um, so um, yeah, it, it, it probably was a surprise, and 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 I I say probably with Dublin's exit, Dublin's exit was a surprise, but I don't think Kerry's exit was a surprise. But yeah, so but you know, once they get the Mayo, just you when you think about the way they they played against Kerry, it was kind of only going to be one champion, you know, because. I think Dublin faded away in that game and Kerry didn't, but Tyrone were just the better of the two teams. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I suppose, I'd imagine as well, it probably gives you a bit of confidence as well, seeing a side come through Ulster and winning the All-Ireland because, well, it'd been 2014, I suppose, Donegal, since the last time they obviously came through Ulster and, and won the All-Ireland. So I'd imagine that's probably, in some ways, giving you a bit of confidence because, like, at the start of the year, really, in Ulster, you, you were looking at it and you were thinking four or five different teams there could probably win it. You're probably thinking that next year as well, but then whoever comes through that Ulster Championship has got a huge chance of winning the All-Ireland. And as you said, qualifier is in there now as well, so it's going to make it, I mean, it's going to make it hugely exciting. Yeah, look, um, I think, you know, <laughs> it's not, hasn't... Um benefit on the past but it's going to be better like like i understand you know maybe look it's it's definitely not the championship definitely isn't perfect but the removal of super h you know i think it's going to bring more excitement to it because you look at 2019 mayo lost two games and got to an all-ireland semi-final and and we we lost one game at their expense <laughs> you know um so and then, then we were knocked out like so it's just it's kind of there, like, but look, it's, it's going to be a dramatic game. Like, it's going to be a lot more composed. And the only thing too, as well, that you know, you're not going to have Mayo and Tyrone on six weeks on the road against Division Three and Four teams, which they easily beat. The good thing is that you know they're playing Division One teams and two teams of their standard, unless a Division Three or Four team get there. So like, it's not going to be a big massive whitewash in the thing there, and everyone going there. So you know, that just that that idea there, and you know, I'm sure second year championship probably would be. Probably you know there's there's Ulster counties at like Calvin and Antrim maybe and may, maybe down if they get relegated but they might not you know they probably are thinking about you know may, maybe having their day in Crow Park. Yeah, like and I'm bringing it back back to that around the feet as well. You were mentioning there like when the the going gets tough a little bit for Donegal, it does seem to be that way a little bit in the in the championship and you know in the Ulster championship or 
you know, the All Ireland series or, or whatever. Like it seems to be when it gets really, really tough going down the home stretch when there's one or two points in it. Not always now. Sometimes they've come through a lot of games, but it does seem like a lot of the time they seem to get caught in, in those kind of games. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think um, we do tend to just, I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just, um, look, we need to prepare for, for what it's it. Like, like we've depended, look, look um, obviously I, I understand Michael Murphy probably, <laughs> surprised he doesn't have a broken pack. He's been carrying our team since 2007, but, <laughs> you know, he's, he's still a good, you know, but I, I, I don't know, like we should maybe, you know, I think with Tyrone, what won them all Ireland was the fact, you know, they, they didn't have, you know, their Peter Canavan, you know, just the modern day game. You need to, even the Dublin Six and Row team, there's no one standout player. They were all just such a good collective unit, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, carries over dependence on David Clifford. Maybe that could be a kryptonite for them. But I do feel, you know, I don't know, maybe we can plan for a, a post Michael Murphy future, maybe, but still, still, no, 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 he's fit, play him like, but. If, if you can't get me. So I think, I, I don't know, I think, you know, may, maybe that has to be in our song because something like we can't, you know, one season, one or two seasons, it's bad luck, like, but kind of like three or four years in a row, like there's definitely some kind of a problem going on, like, and I don't know what it is, like, you know, um, but we do have um the assistant manager, uh, Paul McGonagall's left not seeking her own narrow. So it's just Declan Boner and um, Stephen Rochford who'll be, um, and the dugout now, so yeah. And what what's the feeling like going into twenty two or twenty twenty two as a as a Donegal fan yourself? Like, what's the expectation going into Division One of the league and Ulster All Ireland? Like, what's the what's the general consensus? I know we're still a bit out, like we're still about two months away from when the obviously the the league starts, and there might be injuries before then. We always see this every year where players go back training and pick up injuries straight away. So we don't know how that's going to go. But what's the the general feeling like going in there? We wouldn't. Um, well, we don't really care with the doctor with Kent Cup. The league, um, I mean, like, we've only ever won in 2007, you know, if we're not going to win an all and it could be a realistic avenue, maybe if we want to, we want to throw out kind of our squad depth, you know, and she, she, she flex our muscle there, but what I would say is that, yeah, I think, you know, the expectation is that, you know, we're capable of winning Ulster, but I don't really think, I don't think there's too many people in Donegal who are thinking about Sam Maguire. I don't, I don't, it's just not a thought, you know, but Ulster's definitely a realistic target, you know, and maybe, maybe get to an All-Ireland semi-final or, you know, if a, maybe, but I, I definitely can't, you know, obviously we haven't got there since 2014. So we need to maybe focus on, you know, winning um, Ulster and then maybe going into a quarter, going into, you know, and then what that there, like, so especially considering, you know, Probably, yeah, but it probably won't mean as much, you know, as maybe Tyrone or Cabins because the, the back door, like Tyrone or Monaghan, could easily go out, you know, and get to the Ireland final. So it's just the way it is. Mm. And where do you stand as well, like in terms of, I suppose sometimes you have a lot of people who, who would say Donegal are underachieving, maybe they're not reaching their potential, maybe they should be doing a lot better. But then on the flip side of that, you have a lot of people who say Donegal are overrated and they're, you know, they're, they're maybe they're overachieving. But where, where do you stand on that? Look, we only have two all Ireland titles, you know, there's like, like awfully a four Tipperary for like, we're not, you know, we don't have, you know, we're not the most illustrious county historically, like, but you know, oh, Jim McGuinness has probably raised standards, raised belief, you know, and there's kind of, kind of comes that thing there, but it's kind of like, you know, when you beat Armagh, 
you know, probably I think people started to kind of realize we were a top team when we hammered our map back in 2020. And then kind of, you know, a kind of strong team that were meant to be on our level, but then, you know, kind of knocking out Tyrone. Like, so we have the results to make people ha- give expectations, you know. So we definitely um, have there, and we no doubt have, you know, some of the best footballers out there. Like, but, and we always, you know, we never get, like, we've never been hammered in any of our knockouts, you know, we, we I, I, I can never say that, you know, which is um, a good thing, like, but um, I just feel, you know, pe- people just kind of don't, yeah, but I don't think, you know, but if we haven't got to the Iron semi since 2014, like, you know, and we're still able to win Ulsters, then perhaps we are underachieving. I think, yeah, that's the best way to put it. Yeah, we, we are underachieving. Is Declan Bonner still the right man, do you think? Um, well, there was, um, it's, 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 it's hard to be sure. Like, you know, um, it's kind of like, you know, um, there's, you're talking, you know, about the history being reviewed, you know, and all the Facebook comments are basically saying, unless Jim McGinnis is available, well, Declan Boner's the right man to take this county forward. You know, so there's always kind of, um, that belief, you know, it's, it's, it's only, um, <laughs> Declan Boner to take, but, um, so yeah, look, um, he got it on the basis that he won the on the under twenty one Ulster back in twenty seventeen. It's now the under twenty, and since we had the under twenty season, we've had two different under twenty managers. Obviously, it's kind of you know our last under twenty game. You know, shows that there's there's more to life than Gaelic football, but still, um, it just you know there, there just hasn't been no under twenty managers usually have have won Ulsters, and it's the same criteria which got Jim McGuinness the job. And you know, there's been there's been other managers, so like you know, it's kind of um usually that there's the pressure on the managers if that there's a really good underage manager but i think Declan Boner just he just doesn't have that like over you know and there, uh, there's situations in other counties especially you know probably you, you look at cork you know keith Frickin coming in to replace um ronan mccarthy you know you don't have that you don't have that kind of happening in donegal you know when you're not winning under 20 uh ulsters that's what i was going to say as well like i don't like from an outside point of view, it doesn't really it doesn't really look like there's anyone there who's putting their hand up really for the job in many ways. Like, you know, it feels like if they were to do a situation where they were to do a vote around all the clubs, they'd probably still end up with Declan Bonner because there doesn't really seem to be any other option out there. Unless Jim McGuinness did come back. But as we've very well seen, he said openly on a number of occasions that he doesn't want to come back. Now, maybe if his own county came calling, maybe that job came available, maybe he would come back. But, you know, I, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, well, um, he's been, you know, he's he's completing like the UEFA A pro license there, so I I don't know what you know he's been, um, so I I don't know, like maybe you don't know you could see him in a dugout of a League of Ireland club or some some kind of job where he might be in, involved in some kind of thing like, but he's definitely, you know, he's not he's not getting you know some of the top UEFA coaching badges, you know, to go back to, you know, okay, the football there, so no, like like I do like to see I do like to see the idea, you know. Of, managers from different sports you know going over like and the likes of Liam Sheedy going to Monaghan but I yeah. do think you know that sometimes I, I don't know like but oh no if, if, if he came back like he went there like but it'd be very kind of you know you don't know like um be hard to hard to turn down like but if he does come but you know I think he'd be he'd be welcoming he'd be welcoming the heartbeat by Donegal fans but and he'd be realistic I can't see him coming back in the next five years and he was yeah, and I suppose for Michael Murphy, then obviously Donegal's captain, main man, I suppose leader, legend, all the rest. I mean, 
you know, there was a lot of thoughts and maybe some rumours maybe when he did get sent off in that game against Tyrone that maybe that was it for him. Like maybe that, those were his last years or his, his last few days or whatever. Like, could you see this maybe being his last year or do you think maybe he's still got another two, three years, maybe even more, but I suppose being realistic, probably not. Um, he's, he's, um, look, he does less running, you know, and that's the way it is. Players be when they come 30 there, but, um, he's, he's 32 at the moment. will be 33 in August. So, you know, he's said, no, I, st- you know, he's still, if, if you ask me who your best player was, you know, if you ask NAJ fan, they will 90% of them will say Michael Murphy as the best player still. So, you know, if, if, if you're the best player of the team at an age, you know, you still have to kind of stay on like so not not like you know until you know may, maybe he's kind of um gone on like but i definitely think you know he's kind of but he's been more he's you know we talked later kenny it to the sigurds and cup semi-final in the first season there and he won a trench cup the lower one there so well there's management later kenny it he's nearly setting himself up to go straight into a management job within the county even even if it's maybe an underage role straight after retirement you know he says kind of it's kind of always been his, his ambition, you know, he's kind of been, he was managing the Glen Swally under 15s when he was 18. So he has always been kind of that coach minded, but still, you know, I, I if he still has a lot to give on the field, give to him and then, you know, so, and maybe someday we'll probably see him on the sidelines for Donegal. Yeah. And I suppose as well, like, look, cause looking at the, the league as well, when he did get injured and he was missing for a majority of the league campaign, he still got some good results in there. Like still beat Tyrone. Uh, in the league, for example, against the Dubs, like I know that was kind of a nothing game. There wasn't really much on the line. I still think he's played relatively well. And even in some of the other games as well against Arman, why not? You still played well. So I suppose is there a bit of confidence there as well that like you're not, you know, you're not just over reliant on, on Michael Murphy. There is other players in there. There is other players, I suppose, stepping up now in the, in the last couple of years, like young players coming through and whatnot. Um, we're at that level and we're coming to it now. Like in the 2019 Division Two season, we started off very very slow like we'd um well Michael Murphy look we had a four point one over Claire but you know we'd expect it then like then we kinda we got beat um by both Tipperary Tipperary put five goals past us you know they were you know um them and Monaghan are the only two teams to do it over the last five years like and but um and then you had the that Fermanagh loss and letter Kenny that was a big mess but then and then Armagh was beating us and there was two, but then Murphy came off the bench, come with a man, come with the air, saved the day, won every game for the rest of the league, and went on to one division two. Like, so you know, we were kind of struggling against division two teams without it. Like, and um, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to name it, like, but um, a, a particular Tipperary player told me we'd be a division three team without Michael Murphy and Paddy McBurdy on our team. Like, which I think we're not, we're not at that level, but you know, but um, I do think we are. We're no, but we're still a good team, you know. And I still think, you know, but but our team's a lot older now, like so. I think we are we're capable, you know, of becoming a solid division one team without him. And we we showed, showed last year, you know, that we were able to to fight to the end, you know, even though we maybe lacked a bit of leadership with Michael Murphy and um even even Neil O'Donnell winning that thing there, like I think he's really growing into become the next Murphy. And oh, I don't think there'll be a next Murphy, but he's really, you know, yeah. Yeah, I suppose he's the maybe the next in line or the next one, I suppose, following up from that. Looking at Division 1 then, how, how, how do you reckon Donegal will get on then in total? Like, obviously, it's an A-team tournament now. Like, there's no group stages, which, to be honest, I actually, I, I like the group stages. I would have rather they would have kept, kept it. But in terms of it's an A-team tournament, you'll be in there with all the big hitters like Dublin, Kerry, Mayo, 
uh, Tyrone, you know, you've got Armagh, Kildare have obviously come up as well, of course, as well. Like, so how, how do you reckon Donegal will get on then? Like, what, what do you think the, ver- the verdict is there? Uh, I think, I, f- I think we'll survive. I think we're good enough. To, I think we're good enough to say we'll be fine. Like we're not going to win it. Like I say, you know, I think, um, yeah, but I think, um, I think, they, no, I think, I think Kerry are going to win the league. Jack O'Connor wants to make an impression first time around. So, that they're like, so I say they'll win the league, and I say relegated will probably be Armagh and probably Monaghan. You know, Monaghan they've been kind of clutching it late the last few years. You know, and it's it's nearly like the doomsday clock is kind of ticking on them. So it's yeah, I know I predicted them to win the league last year just in the terrifying, but I do think you know maybe it's it's knocking at their door. Yeah, like they, they kind of have been playing a bit dangerous, but at the same time, like Monaghan are one of them teams as well. That anytime you write them off or you say they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna win a game, or you know, I, I was sure they were gonna get relegated in that game versus Galway. Like Galway looked like they had it wrapped up and, and finished, and then they came back and even in the you know in the Ulster Championship semi-finals, despite the tragic circumstances, obviously with what happened to Brendan O'Duffy the players went out with their hearts on their sleeves and went on and won the game, you know, even when the game probably shouldn't have taken place. And even against Tyrone in the final, they still somehow managed to give probably a better fight than than what Mayo and even Kerry to a certain extent. Well, Kerry were probably a little bit different. They had a couple of injuries and whatnot, but, you know, so like, like I, I don't know, like I still think Monaghan are going to be a, a team to, to watch out for, I think, in, in 2022. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of teams to look out for. Um, in twenty twenty three, like so, yeah. So no, um, I think we're definitely um that there is. What'd you say again? Um, yeah, no, like in in well, I suppose moving on from that, like in terms of um, like, do you think Donegal? Do you think they'll take the league serious, or do you think they'll be resting players, um, trying different things out, or what do you think? That that depends. Depends how you take like taking the league serious. Like you can't you can't go and play to your own. Kerry or Dublin and not take it serious you know we kind of you know but I think you know when when Kildare come to town you know or, or, or we go come to Kildare we don't know what the schedule is yet you know or, and not not to be disrespectful to them you know or maybe maybe even maybe even Monaghan or Armagh you know we might just kind of tone it down a bit you know and I think you know that they're like but I would like to see on um, Coronado um Oren McFadden Ferry was um kind of missing for the league season last year because he was you know out in Lebanon with the army, but he's back now. Uh, so I, I would like to see him. You know, when he'd probably come back a better player as well, and um, it could be given time for you know, um, Neil McGee has um committed another thirty six. He has committed another year to stay with Donegal. He's five appearances ahead of Murphy, like so. I think he's kind of you know he kind of wants to give a few more appearances, maybe just to kind of cement his finger for longer, but still. He's still going to be an asset, you know, and even if he doesn't play, he'll be a great asset to a lot of the younger players in the dressing room and all the rest. So, look, I'm definitely looking forward to um, what it can be, but I'm just going to back, uh, what do you call him? Um, yeah, so, yeah, um, I, I say it just depends who we're playing. We're going to take it serious. So that's why I'm kind of predicting the mid-table kind of, um, finish, you know, we're not really going to win it, but we're not going to there. So, yeah, I'd probably see it there. Like, and I think, you know, Connor, that's going to be this season where Connor O'Donnell, um, announces himself, you know, as a serious talent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is there any other players there you think that could come in in 2022 as well? Is there any players coming through under 20s or 
anything like that that could catch the eye or even at club level with St. Unions. I know Conor O'Donnell's obviously there, but maybe even some of his brothers maybe could come into the team there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Con- Conor O'Donnell's two rowers there. And, you know, there's also, there's a few other um, players there. Um, there is, um, like, Anf- you have Anthony Doherty, who's a good player um, as, as well. The under-20s, you also have Aaron Doherty from Neve Columba as um, a top talent as well. And, um, yeah, and with um, Paddy McGrath and I might see, Bre- might see Brendan McCall get more minutes and we need, f- yes, yeah, so they would all be um, big talents and there's been certain player and there's always, you know, you always, I always, always hear tales of certain club players training with them, but I don't really, I'm not really going to find it too much, you know, because they might never kick a ball for the county team, like, so you just can't be too sure, but I do feel that, you know, there'll be a few um new faces in there and um I'd probably say Aaron Dardy'd probably be the main one and probably more minutes for Connor O'Donnell and um yeah and he, even Oshin Gallon needs to probably cement the stars like you know he's kinda you know he's in he's brilliant off the bench like but it's nearly a stage you know I, I would love to see him actually become a starter for Donegal because we because he definitely has the talent to be that kind of player. Yeah, is there any worries as well? Maybe that there's no like under twenties, or I suppose the under twenty success maybe for for Donegal in the past couple of years hasn't really been to you know the level that you'd expect it to be with a Donegal side. Or is there any worry there that maybe there isn't the same talent pool of your your Ushian Gallons and whatnot coming through there? Yeah, that's 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 always the worry. Like you know that there's always you know there's always a few talents there, and you know it's kind of you know down on it last year, obviously you know and. Um, Monaghan gave up a good fight, you know, just in tragic circumstances. And then there's also, you know, like like Derry, Derry um seemed to be winning a lot as well, you know, and they were kind of so I, I don't think, you know, I've I've seen I think like the Donegal um miners who are there like they, they would be who would be kind of the my, last year's miners, I would say in that age category, are probably the second best team in the country. But the best team in the country at that age group would be Derry. So like Donegal probably won't, won't, that makes it also makes them the second best in Ulster. So I do think that there, like, but I do think you know that we're just kind of yeah, yeah. The, the recent kind of crop, you know, we just we, we like Power Morgan is probably the best of a lot to come through. And so you know, um, so is so many. There has always been a few players that have come through there, and um. All the rest, you know, Andrew McLean from Tilcar as well is also another top talent. But yeah, we just don't have the kind of cause. Most of the 2012 winning team got to an All Ireland final on the under 21 team in 2010, but two years later, we're lifting the All Ireland. So, but we just, yeah, we're not, we're not going to have that probably big generation just yet. Like, but you know, as but considering a lot of our players, you know, are from 2012 and, and there, you know, there will be a big shift, you know, probably in the next year or two of just talent coming in. Looking at that championship draw as well, I know obviously it's a, a good bit away now. I think it's what, April or, or May, I think, when the, the Ulster Championship is due to start. You've got Armada first up. I mean, that's a that's a tough game. And at the moment, anyway, the time of this recording, there is going to be qualifiers. You never quite know with the GEA and the whole uh, worldwide landscape whether that might change or not. But in terms of that game going up against Armada, that's a, you know, I know you, you dismantled them quite easily there two years ago, but I suppose you could say Armada probably kicked on a little bit since then. So, I mean, I'd imagine that's going to be a, quite a, a good game anyway when it does come around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think we're going to... Um, 
get to what he thought. Yeah. Um, so the way I view Ulster going, um, we'll beat Armagh. I think we are good enough to beat Armagh. You know, we've big, you know, there's the kind of, we're bringing back, you know, I think the club player only April, which, no, I, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't actually know if that's the case now. I think that's scrap this split season. Like, but, you know, there will be, there'll still be a wee bit of respite, you know, between the seasons there. So I think we'll go out, we'll, we'll give it our best shot against um the Armagh. And I think, think we will, Get there, like you know, Kieran McGinney. You know, they're probably thinking about you know maybe getting their quarterfinal, semifinal via a qualifier, you know, because they'll probably they, they would beat any team in Division Two, but that's about it, you know. But I still think you know I'll be closer in other times, but I do think we're gonna put out them there. So, um, and our are probably thinking you know they got the easier side edge on. We think that as well, like so. If us two have that mindset, you know, one of us are probably gonna get to the ultra final year, but you know that's that's probably the way I see it there, and um. You have um Tyrone v Fermanagh, local derby. Would really like to see Fermanagh. They, they, they're a lot of good people, you know, for a, a small county. You know, they really get behind their team. But um, I, I look, you need to be realistic. <laughs> they're not they're they're not gonna do it. Like so um so no, I don't see that there. Like, but the thing I think that's gonna raise the most eyebrows, then they go and play Derry, and then I think that's when Derry are going to knock out Tyrone in the quarterfinal. That's the prediction I'm making. Um, and yeah. And then you have um, Monaghan playing down. Monaghan will beat down. I do think um, that there. And then Monaghan will beat Derry. And then it'll be, you know, and then Donegal. We, we play the winner of Antrim and Calvin. Um, Antrim probably could run Calvin close. I'm not denying. You know, they're definitely improving. They're, they've grown as a team. But I, I still think, you know, Cavan have a bit more quality than them, so they'll get through. Like, and oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get that sweet revenge in Cavan, you know, what we've been so much longing for. <laughs> I can't, you know, that's, that, that, that's the team, you know, you'd probably, you'd probably want to beat them more than you want to beat Tyrone. <laughs> so after that there, like, so yeah, we'll beat them. Like, and then I presume we'll be in a, we'll play Monaghan in the final and we'll beat Monaghan in the final. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Derry prediction is an interesting one, all right. Like they do, they're definitely on the on the rise at the minute. Obviously, they'll be playing in Division Two, and like what you said, with Antrim, they could easily pull a shock against Cavan. You know, Antrim are the Division Three team now in twenty twenty two, and Cavan are the Division Four team. So, um, you know, they've kind of traded, they've kind of traded places there. Do you think the Do you think whoever comes to Ulster could go on and, and win the All Ireland again? Like after what you've seen in uh, in twenty twenty two, do you think the winner, the All Ireland winner, could come from Ulster again? Uh, they could, but my favourites would be Dublin. And so, look, I, I do think we're entering, in Hurland, we're entering a very Limerick dominated area. I think they're good enough to do five in a row in the Hurland, but we'll talk about that later. But I do think, you know, in, in football, we're kind of going back to a more competitive area, you know, some, you know, in a year or two, we'll be looking at their, that they're like, look at Hurland dominated by Limerick and look at, look at this football, which is so competitive, you know, look, there's so many teams that can win the All-Ireland there, I think, like, and I definitely got there, like, but I do think, you know, there's kind of, there's one last dance for this Dublin team. You know, I think Desi Farrell after last season at this point, and a realistic circumstances, that would have went to a replay against me when they would have beat them again. Again, like, so, you know, I do think they'll be hard going by. So in the current circumstances, I think Dublin are going to go and um, win the All-Ireland. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, yeah. But we might, we might get the semi-final, like, so 
that they're like. So, you know, I say Galway will do Connacht and they'll, they'll knock out me on the first round. I think they have a point to prove and then Kerry won that there. Like, so um, we're capable of beating Kerry or Galway. So, but if we meet Dublin in the semi final, or, you know, we'll, we'll be um, knocked out. But if we meet Kerry or Galway, we'll be good enough to get an all iron final. But no, we're not going to win, get there. Like, so yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't gone back now and had a look at the, the layout of the All Ireland semi finals, yeah, I know there, there will be quarterfinals obviously this year, they won't be super eights. But what's your Donegal prediction then? You think semi final, All Ireland final, maybe, or, or maybe could could Sam be coming back to, to Donegal for the first time since 2014? Uh, can't, can't see, can't, can't really see many teams getting past England, so I would love it, I really, really would, but I'm, I'm going to be realistic, no, I, I can't see. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I just think, you know, we, we need to, um, no, I, I don't think we're ready to an R and you, we haven't got the R and semi final since 2014. Like, so I mean, we're going to have to get back to semi final, but maybe winning all Ireland is just, it's, it's just a stretch too far for us, you know, maybe, you know, cause I think, you know, it's, 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 it's very hard to see a team, you know, like Tyrone, we're still getting the semi-finals. Even got the All Ireland final twenty eighteen. Like they still had a few years of kind of getting that level. And we we weren't we aren't there yet, you know. And obviously they have a bit more, um, obviously and yeah. So I think that that's the big difference. So yeah, I do think uh, it's gonna be, uh, Dublin to win the All Ireland. So yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully you're right. Anyways, <laughs> I'll say that. Like, hopefully, hopefully you're right. But um, yeah, like it will be. I mean, you. I, I'm not too sure yet. I'm not going to quite say yet. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to play my cards just yet and say, is uh, is Dublin going to win the All-Ireland? But I definitely do agree with your, I suppose, your, your points you're making there in terms of being a, a last dance. Like there's definitely, there's definitely still a few All-Irelands left in, in this Dublin side. In terms of the National the National League, like Division 1, like obviously the, t- the sides who sometimes come through Division 1 aren't always the team who goes on to win the All-Ireland. We've seen Kerry, for example, of... You know, I know they didn't win the league last year, but they were certainly on course to probably do that. You know, if that if that league final had have um, been played, and they obviously won the league the season previous in the final of the season pre- before that. So, who do you think comes through the league there in Division One? Who do you think wins that? Uh, I think Tyrone are going to do it. No, 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 not Tyrone. Kerry. I think Kerry are going to want. I think Kerry going to not going to win the Ireland, but Jack O'Connor. You know, we you know. You know, there's always the saying, you know, um, first impressions um, make lasting impressions, you know. Um, but look, I'm sure sure people like Pat Spillane would probably uh, uh, will get very high blood pressure at the idea, you know, of just a league title be considered a, a successful season for Kerry, you know, a league and a monster, you know, when really the expectations always about, you know, bringing Sam back to the kingdom. But um, I just feel, yeah, I, I think, you know, that would be, make it there. Like, but Kerry, they're still kind of... I don't know. Like I just haven't seen enough evidence. You know, they just they just choked so much in recent years to see them kind of kind of go there. And I I I can't really say Dublin choked like because Mayo kind of they brought on the extra manager in that penalty kick. You know, when Dublin were on the verge to go out by one one up by one point, like and then Mayo bring the extra winger, so they they just played their cards right. You know, but and then they kind of bur- were burnt out by the extra time. Like, but I just think with well, us kind of. You know, but I'm sure I'm, I'm sure your views and subscribers definitely helped as a result of that game. But <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, I, de- I definitely can't see you know carry one all Ireland. You know, it, I just uh, just yeah, it's probably considered a famine down there. But look, it's sorry, I just don't have enough evidence. Yeah, like well, that's the thing with Kerry, isn't it? Because I mean, 
like they have all the talent there, they have the players there, they have the bench. Now they have the manager, you know, an all Ireland winning manager. I mean, what what more do they need really to to go and win all Ireland's? But it does seem to be maybe a bit like what we were saying with Donegal, like in, in those kind of big moments or those kind of big crunch moments going down, even in the all Ireland final in 2019, like just going down that home stretch when they're when there's one or two points in it. And that was something I was even saying and you know, my own preview, I remember for that All-Ireland semi-final and even when I was discussing Kerry leading up to the, the All-Ireland Championship is that maybe when there's one or two points in it or there's not much going on the home stretch, you'd always feel like with, with, with this Kerry side in particular, with how vulnerable their defence is, there's an opportunity there for opposing teams and, and maybe, uh, you know, another sort of marquee goal kind of circumstance to win the games. Yeah, that's us. Like, you know, they're just... They kind of look, look, um, I think it was a case, you know, in that replay, you know, that kind of carry missed their chance, you know, and they could have, they could have stopped, they could have easily, you know, stopped, stopped Dublin from doing it there, like, and even at that, you know, but, um, yeah, I think, you know, maybe, maybe if Kelly Spillane starts more, and I think, you know, he's probably, I often think he's probably the most overlooked member of that team, you know, and I think he's nearly as important as David Clifford, you know, and he, he, even Potty Clifford, you know, I'd say they're kind of, um, you'd even put them on an equal footing as well, like, so, it's the, I would expect them to go out and um, win a what do you call it? Um, you know, a monster, you know, and maybe a semi final. Like they, they, they'll get to the Lauren final, like that's where kind of you know, and so you know, Kerry fans get to keep on their tradition of going, you know, to to the All Ireland final. But um, <laughs> they, they, as for bringing Sam home, like I just. Yeah, num- number 48 just won't be coming in 2022. Well, hopefully you're right anyway. I definitely second your your hope or your, your, your thinking on that ones anyways. But in terms of the, the whole four National League divisions, like is there any size there you think that could pull off a shock or, you know, maybe go on a bit of a run? Like you've seen Offaly last year come through Division 3. You've seen Derry win every game. You've seen some sides getting relegated. Like obviously you said, Bo Cavan and Tipperary would finish down in the in the relegation places and you know division four you had loud obviously going on a bit of a run there as well so who, who do you think this time around could potentially maybe pull off a shock and an upset maybe going up the divisions or maybe even going down the divisions uh yeah um i think that the two getting promoted in division two will be Derry and um ross common and then the two, I think, that are going to get relegated from Division 2 are down. And who else would... Who's the other team, I believe, is um, going to go down? I think it will be down. And... Um, oh... Um, and Claire, yeah, Claire. yeah, it's tough. It's it's, it's, a, it's a tough one, you know. But I think you know, Kerry, you know, kind of, they're kind of go, going be the regional thing helped them last year. But I think you know, they just they got there and um, division three. I think it's gonna be Fermanagh and Limerick. So it's good for the green and white teams. And then in division and the division three relegation, I think it's gonna be. Um, Maybe, maybe long, probably Longford. They're probably you mm. know they're probably heading heading that note you know at the wrong time. Well, that's probably why they took so long to get a manager because it's probably the 
hardest job in yeah. like football and um Antrim. Yeah, so that's that's who I kind of see going there. And going up has to be Calvin and Tipperary because they have no place in Division Four. Like I have to, I kind I can't really see past you know um, any teams properly challenging them going there like so. But you know I do think there may be some fish in there like so. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think any of those predictions are too bold. But it's yeah, it's kind of kind of just what I'm thinking. Yeah. But. Is there any player do you think maybe that we should watch out for that could potentially maybe? catch an eye or you know if you were to make a, a pick for a player that could potentially maybe come on the scene it doesn't necessarily have to be from Donegal but from any of the you know 31 counties and London New York or whatever like do you think there's anyone any one player there you think you know one to watch or, or whatever uh number one um I will I'll try pick I'll try pick um a player from every division so division one Whoever he declares to play for Kerry or Dublin, Pat Spillane. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, eligible, yeah. For, he's eligible for both counties. If if he gets picked by either team, he'll be a serious force. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure. And do, do, you know, if, um, I've, I'm 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 shocked that Kerry didn't pick up, up on him earlier, earlier. Like, but um, especially with the famous name, not even just that he's a good player. You know, and, <laughs> you know. But I thought that you know, and then um, Division Two, I think um. Anthony Tuhill, the son of Anton Tuhill, you know, he's back. He was away and playing Australia, you know, but he's um yeah, he's you know, he's back, he's he's back in there, he's doing like a medical degree there. So he's gonna be he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with. So I'd have to go out of um the way to go and um pick him. And as for division three, there is definitely um a lot of young talents um coming through there um at the minute but um so yeah pro- probably you know there's um like um and i think like um so yeah um who from the region three do um i think will be Next, oh, like I do, do know, um, yeah, Rory Brawley, the son of Joe Brawley, you know, um, he was, I don't know, he wasn't playing last year for some reason, but he was captain under 20 before, like, so I definitely think, you know, he is going to be um, a real force that is going to be have to be um, reckoned with, um, absolutely. So, and as for um, division of you know, four. There's kind of there's few good there's few kind of play, good players um there that um need to be looked out for. So I would probably, but um yeah um let me think um Adrian, you know Andy Moran's bringing through good players there, but he's been struggling recently, and he's not a young lad. You know, I'm not not picking out there like because you know it's not kind of like I I don't expect any young player coming through in Division Four to win an All Star to be all fair to him, but. I think um, Ryan O'Rourke, you know, if you give him enough time, you know, he can definitely show what he's worth what in Leitrim. So I definitely think, you know, he's definitely going to give him his um, best shot there. Like, so, yeah, I would I would probably have to go uh, that, that there. Like, and obviously, I, I probably would have said Red Oak Murphy, DCU and Sligo yeah. player, but he's dropped out. Like, so, yeah. But, yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's a that's a huge miss, all right, for for Sligo. And like you said, Ryan O'Rourke. Hopefully, he definitely gets um, he gets game time, anyways. Um, for for Andy Moore, and definitely a, a top player coming through, uh, coming through Leitrim there. But obviously, he's not coming through. He's been there for a, a good couple of years now. But he's definitely one of the the main men, I suppose, in that team. So you have Dublin then to win the All Ireland. That's your that's your team. Yeah. And you think Dublin are, are getting back on top and, and making a what, seven and in, in eight All Irelands. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty, which is pretty impressive, you know. But the other thing is though, it kind of, kind of, you know, the one break we had this year, you know, I've known gets Dublin, but it got out the break, you know, from the likes of Calm work, you know, and um, many other problems. You kind of just, it's nearly just, oh, it's just, you know, I'm not like I'm not, I'm not a big Dublin fan or anything, like, but I can kind of do your head, and, you know, all anti Dublin things because you know they're all rolling close. Of they're beating every team by twenty points, you know, like you're. Yeah your carries and everyone, you know, f- fair enough, like, but it's, they're not, you know, they're just, they were just well coached and everything. Like, so I don't, don't really think it's as bad, you know, like, so that thing there, like that's, that's only probably, that's probably the main downside of it, but still, um, I still think, you know, that there's um, a lot to, um, one in there, but I, I definitely would have to, I would have to back maybe Dublin to go and win the All-Ireland. And in terms of there's only goal hurlers, then looking at them, and is it Division Two A or Division Two A or Division Two B? Um, I think it's Two A, Two B, Two B. How 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 do you reckon they'll they'll get on there? They will. Um, yeah. So we had two one. We had ones over. We beat Mayo, who got to Nicky Racker Cup final, obviously, and then we'd beat Ross Common as well, a Division Two A team. So we're definitely capable of that there. Like, and we know we can kind of push on there you know and well, what Kildare out of the way you know Kildare kind of Kildare probably Kildare have the capabilities to win the Joe McDonough Cup like so you know when they kind of they're under 20s beat Wexford like so they're they'll be coming through like in Kildare nearly the Kildare probably the next big um, powerhouse and hurting so that's probably where every kind of lesser county want to be like Kildare but um, I think um, yeah I think you know it's, it's going to sound bold but I think we're going to be in a final. I think it's going to be a Donegal Derry final. Um, but I don't think we're good enough to beat Derry in the Division 2B final. But we're still, I think, you know, we're still, you know, we, we, we could beat the Derry maybe in a league game, but if it was in a final, we wouldn't beat them. Uh, but the only thing I would say, though, yeah, so I would, I would have to say we're probably good enough that there. Like, we're definitely improving. And in the Nicky Racker Cup, you know, it's kind of it's strange we didn't get, you know, just promoted. Like, it's kind of, a bit annoying, like, but I do think you know, uh, um, Mayo out of the way, like, you know, and nothing, nothing just went our way that game against Tyrone, you know, pr- pr- probably quite similar circumstances to football, like, but I do think you know, we definitely have Tyrone's number in recent years and we beat them more times than most, like, so I think we're capable of winning a Nicky Racker Cup. So, um, I would have to, I would have to reckon there, like, you know, I know we've lost, you know, it's probably a big miss, probably Joe Boyle, who's. Just for work reasons, as a best in Mayo now, like, and we've few other lads, like, you know, and a lot of our teams like probably Declan Coulter and all are probably getting on with Isaac, but I do think there's there's a Nicky Record Cup left on us. Mm. Do you think Hurland's on the rise in, in places like Donegal? Do you think there's more attention maybe being put on on Hurland nowadays? Like, because obviously, when a lot of people think of Donegal, I mean, obviously, we spoke about the footballers for a good 40 to, to 50 minutes, but people forget about the, the Donegal hurlers in there as well in, in Division 2. So do you think there definitely is a bit more, I suppose, promotion of hurling in Donegal? And do you, do you think maybe you could expect to see maybe one or two good uh, hurlers come out of Donegal maybe in the next, you know, five to ten years or whatever? 
yeah, look, there's been there's been good herders that have come from Donegal in the past, you know, and some of them have, have been played quite well on all star tours and, and Dubai and all whatnot. Like, so definitely, definitely no no mistake about that. Like, but um, you know, a, a cork a cork man based in Donegal told me that Danny Cullen is the best hurler he's ever seen, you know, which is which is kind of it's kind of a big phenomenon, like, but he's kind of um, but what I would say is that um yeah, the one thing we're doing is that you know we're kind of we're getting more clubs. It's it's as simple as that. You know, it's kind of you know um you used to have it. You know, there was only about three or four clubs in Donegal, but now there's kind of a, a good few lot of them now. Like, and it's we're getting it into West Donegal, which is the strong Gaelic football area. You know, so you get it into you're getting it into the air speaking areas, and now you're kind of as soon as we we get hurling there, kind of like it's gonna start to kind of once we get that there, like because. For years, it was just the the West Donegal. There was no hurling there, but we've we finally brought on there. Like so, you know, if, if you're based in West Donegal, North Donegal, East Donegal, South Donegal, there is a hurling club within your locality. Like so, it's gonna get you know maybe children there. Like and look, the, the the only way, the main way to promote it is is get like coaches in the schools. Like, but obviously that costs money and everything. Like, but definitely, you know, it's done a lot of good for football. Like, so maybe, um. That can be be done and done and got definitely a thing there and maybe you know and definitely look so, some people oppose it but I would be open to the idea of maybe a team Ulster competing in the Lee McCarthy minus Antrim would be probably probably something I'd be open to but it would be probably but if we did well, like win a Lee McCarthy that would be a bit controversial you know I can understand yeah. you know why certain counties would oppose that like but I would like to see it maybe trailed for a year or two yeah like it, it's one of it's it... Personally, I wouldn't be behind it myself. Personally, like uh, again, I think there would be one of those. It just, it, I don't know. I just find it a little bit odd. I think if um, you know, if a, if a team Ulster or whatever, you know, start going on a, a run and and start beating teams, it would just feel a little bit strange. But at the same time, it would be great for those counties of, of Ulster. And personally, I do think at some point, you know, they should bring back the the Ulster Senior Hurling Championship. Maybe not. Maybe not as a you know, don't put it in the same breath as the the other three or the other two provinces, I should say, because obviously we don't we, we don't have Connex, but they probably should bring that back at, at some stage as well. Yeah, maybe just turn yeah, yeah, maybe just not go away. Like, but when you look at it, like you've got Antrim who's doing very well there. Down look like they're bringing through a good couple of players. Derry obviously have a, a lot of good uh, hurling clubs in there, like Slot Neil, who are obviously a dual club. So you know, if you ha- if we would have the four of you, let's say in a Ulster Championship, maybe as a, a preseason tournament, like I'm sure a lot of people could get behind that, like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I think, you know, it's kind of like, you know, Ulster GA, you know, who probably who didn't really who scrapped the Ulster hurling championship on their own merit, you know, and they kind of they fought tooth and nail to retain it, you know, with the whole proposal B situation for the football. Like, so I do think, you know, I would like to see it brought back. I honor uh like keep your Joe McDonald's and Krusty Rings and whatnot, like, but maybe kind of you know, I would like to see it as a pre-season tournament just to get it going there, and you know, even even at that, like, you know, and um, look, I'm not expecting, you know, one club for mana to be for Antrim, like, but still, it's still, you know, it's um, something we can look about in the future. And it's definitely, I, I, I would like to see, you know, and even because Antrim would probably realistically play their B team in a tournament like there. So it probably gives everyone an equal chance. So, yeah. Yeah. And in terms of the overall big picture, then in terms of hurling, like in terms of the, the All Ireland Senior Hurling Championship National League or whatever are Limerick still the team to be in your eyes? Like oh, having yeah. won yeah. three oh, yeah. All Irelands in four years, like they're they're the they're the they're the dominant force. They're the Dublin now of uh, of hurling in many ways, like in terms of of terms of dominance. Yeah, I I think you know they and they would have had a better 
a wee bit of a better age difference by maybe a few years younger than that Kilkenny team. They're dominant, so I think that's going to be the boiling point. I think they'll make it to the five in a row. <laughs> you know, and I say that, you know, but if, look, if someone goes out of their way and beats Limerick, you know, and maybe if Colin Boner or Tipperary or whatnot, you know, and um, could go and challenge them, or maybe, you know, that, that could definitely be the one there, you know, or maybe, um, but I still kind of can't, I can't see anyone challenging them, you know, but I do think that um, we will be um, ready to, what do you call it, um, challenge. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but I, I just don't think there's, uh, yeah, I can't see past Lumber. You know, they'll win the league as well, and they'll, they'll win the monster, and I, I genuinely can't, I genuinely can't see anyone kind of, Pushing them on, I like. I would like to see it, but kind of uh, just it's, it's it's very hard for me to see it, you know. But maybe I say maybe I think Kilkenny will probably win Leinster again. Maybe Galway, you know, they might be. I would love to see Henry Henry Shefflin do all of them. You know, it's definitely you know maybe he's probably he's probably gonna do take them for a year or two and maybe go on become Kilkenny manager eventually. But yeah, mm. yeah, no, like it, for myself personally, yeah, you'd have to you'd have to look at Limerick as the as the team. Like it's one of them things in Ireland where you've got so many teams that could potentially, you know, go on a run and in the All Ireland and you Waterford that are building very good there as well. Like in you know, Galway, Dublin, Antrim looking better as always. But you will definitely have to have um Limerick probably as the you know the the number one favourites and the team to beat at the minute, anyways. But I suppose before we wrap up, um GA's own podcast where can i suppose people find your your own podcast if they're if they're looking for it and if um well, my anchor google podcasts and other ones there's many other great ones yeah perfect yeah perfect well look listen cheers patrick and you for coming on appreciate it yeah thank you thanks